magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. It is. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) That is what it is. That's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everyone. It's podcasting time for Tess and Natasha. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. We should say that every week. It's podcasting time. <laughs> Settle in. <laughs> so, what, how are you doing? Let's check in with our cards last, last week. Okay. Um. So, we got, so you drew Gaia's Garden from the Wisdom of the Hidden Realms Oracle, mm-hmm. which was about abundance and expansion and feeling like supported by the universe. And I drew a 10 to the shadow, which was Dahlia from my Magic of Flowers Oracle, Mm -hmm. which was, you know, like look within and make friends with a part of yourself maybe that you don't want to look at. Mm -hmm. So did that, Yeah, how did that manifest for you? Yeah, I would say both of them were there this week. I'll probably, oh, I just realized I left my notes upstairs but that's okay i know what i was gonna say um (laughs) um um, yeah i was just gonna say i was gonna talk about this in the energy report as always i'm like if i say it here then i'll say it twice but that never happens um so i have i'll just say i have been looking at making um friends with my past and you know the shadow stuff in a big way I've been you know I told you I've been going to therapy again I I don't go super regularly but yeah I've been going like like every other week lately um and I really feel like therapy has like it's time and it's place like I kind of go in and out like I hadn't been in 15 years or something and I think sometimes when you go a lot at a certain point. It's like, oh, I'm just telling this same story. It's not as helpful. But I oh, think yeah. since it's been such a big break to hear the story aloud again is like, there's so much power in stories, you know, and it helps me to see it now that I'm in a different place. It yeah. helps me to validate it and have her validate it, <laughs> you right. know, and, um, in a different way. So it's like looking at my shadow from this bigger expansive way as opposed to before when I was kind of merging with my story. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. When I so didn't have like, any separation from the story, it was just like, eh, help me through this, <laughs> you know? Right, right. Yeah. So that, it was really, really helpful. I mean, she told me, like, you're a survivor of relational trauma. She told me that last week. And I was like, oh. yeah, and that's, I was like, oh, <laughs> just like yeah. you just did. Like, it was really validating to hear that, you know, especially because, like, a lot of people in my family, almost everyone is like, you know, deny my experience you know oh i mean really everyone i will just say that um but and except my sister um i feel okay saying this because they would agree with that <laughs> 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 i'm not putting words in their mouth they do agree with that so um but anyway so it was just like really helpful it made me feel friends with my shadow like oh yeah like first of all it's empowering when you own that you're a survivor of something. Yeah. And when someone else acknowledges it too, it's, that is such a great value in therapy. I think for someone to be like, oh yeah, I see that. I see that experience of yours. Yes. And then to name it like that. Yeah, exactly. I think maybe if I was in a different place, I would have either been like, oh, it's not trauma, you know, because I'm so used to people Uh, denying my experience growing up. Um, Or I would have, I don't know, maybe felt bad, like, but it made me feel good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to really own it and see it like that. So that was really good. And then in other ways, there was a lot of abundance. So it was, yeah, both of those. Oh, good. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So for me, yeah, same. Both. I mean, I the abundance thing, it was more I was just tapping into that. We did an abundance ritual for the Good Vibe Tribe mm-hmm. and – I was feeling that expansive energy, you know, Sagittarius season and Jupiter and the planet of expansion and generosity and just kind of like feeling the luxury of that. Mm -hmm. Um, 
But as far as the shadow, yeah, super deep stuff. Like, and in such a good way, it kind of reminds me of the way you're talking about it being like, I felt good. Like it was a dark thing (laughs) that you were looking at, but it felt good. Because remember when we were talking about forgiveness Mm -hmm. and it like, it's like, it's so confusing. Well, I did this meditation where I just asked the divine, like, show me how to have Mm a perspective, a different perspective on this, you know, cause it's like, we're talking about, I just d- don't want to keep holding on to the story of that this person is wrong and they did this wrong. And, but I also want to have my boundaries and just to, so I, and it was confusing to me. So I asked for insight. I, first I did it specifically with my mom. And then the next time I did it specifically with my friend who I've been having issues with and Both times it was amazing. I feel like this is the answer is to just like it not feel like, oh, it's so confusing. How do I do it? But to just be like, okay, I don't know how to do it, but the divine will show me. So I just asked and then I relaxed and I opened up to receiving an answer. And it was really deep. It was with my mom. I cried because I saw her as like a young before I was born, I like tapped into the hope of that and like her Mm -hmm. own wounding and just kind of saw her in her own light with compassion. And it wasn't, it completely in no way was like, oh, now I want to hang out with her. Now, (laughs) you know, it wasn't at all, but it was like, I was able to kind of set that story aside of like, this is wrong and it shouldn't have happened. It was just more like, and, and that was the shadow too, because then it helped me connect with like, oh yeah, well, it, it's like when you forgive in that way, let go of the story, then it's not anymore like, oh, I have to hold on to this vision of my own moral superiority. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, clearly, yeah, like I do hurt people's feelings sometimes and I do make mistakes and I, and yeah. then it's like, oh, what a relief. Yeah. Like I can have compassion for myself and for her. And with my friend, when I did it with her, it was like really clear that she's a mirror for me. Oh. Where I was like, oh, the things I'm angry about, the things I'm judging her for, it that's me I'm judging. Like it's oh. those are things I don't want to admit are true about myself. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And well, or have been true or right. like that I've been afraid were true. You know, like self-centeredness, yeah. like the inability to see other people's perspectives with it, like feeling like I'm right about everything and I know what's best for everyone. Like I have not wanted to admit that There's a part I have been you. like that. Yeah. yeah. And I have been afraid that I've been like that. So that was really cool too, because then I could let go of that story for both of us. Well, that was when I took that self-compassion workshop, that was like the most, that was the hugest help for me was seeing myself like oh (laughs) I did a lot of things too that I don't like that are you know feel icky and if I can love myself for that it really helps make people more multi-dimensional do you know yeah and it's like it doesn't have to be anymore like conditional like oh I love myself because I'm such a good person it's like can I I make a lot of mistakes and I (laughs) <laughs> and I have made a lot of mistakes, and, yeah. but I can love myself and others anyway. Yeah. And that, pe- like, if there's a period of your life that you're not happy about, it's like, you know what? It's okay. So what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what that, you, I mean, it's, I guess it's different if you did a lot of, inflicted a lot of pain on people. Um, you know, I'm, yeah, but I mean, I have. Right. Of course and I have. And still, it comes from our own hurt. Like everyone has that. Like, or lack, a lack of love. Or even just like carelessness, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, not realizing you were hurting somebody. Yeah. You know, like that happens. I mean, yeah. I can think of one incident where someone was upset with me because I forgot to like do something that was meaningful for them. And at the time I was like thinking, well, this is all these are all the reasons why, but really it's like, no, that just wasn't considerate, you know, and I can understand why they would feel sad about that. And I can forgive myself too. Yeah. 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 And so it's been this really harmonious kind of relationship with the shadow because it even like how I was talking about how I get embarrassed like I'll think about things I said or did and get embarrassed where it's like if I don't hold this 
like concept of like, I need to be this socially graceful person <laughs> who never says embarrassing things yes. and never hurts anybody's feelings. Like if I just let go of that image, then it's like so comfortable. Yes. Nobody has. Yeah. And also the truth is people resonate with people who are being authentic and maybe they won't like that person, but they also aren't, I mean, I don't know when someone's like being all perfect, you know, I don't resonate oh, yeah. with them, you know, yeah. and then, and other people that are authentic, maybe I won't like them, but that's still, I don't know. It's just better to be authentic. It doesn't matter what right. other people think. Because, and then you really connect with people too. Like the people who you do Ex really connect with do like you. Right. And exactly. Then, if you, and they know you yes. because you're being yourself. Yeah. And you're going to find the people that you want that are from your, you know, yeah, you know. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I feel a little bit not in present time today. I think it's because I'm just saying hello to present time right now because. Oh, yeah. We forgot to say hello to our grounding course yeah. like we usually do before we start. You're right. Yeah. I think. Let's do it now real quick. Okay. <laughs> just while we're talking. <laughs> I am. That's why I was saying hello to present time and like. <laughs> why doesn't everyone else say it too to their own yeah. present why time? Not? Why not? You know? So that is good. And I do want to say somebody, um, part of my abundance, my abundance, the abundance I was talking about was I'm so excited because, um, in about three weeks, now, I guess it's a month. We're going to have the astrology Molly, astrologer Molly McCord on. And I'm bringing it up because someone wrote us to say, why don't you have an astrologer on? I love all your astrology talk. And so I'm just going, I'm saying it. We are. And I'm so excited because I love her. So that's part of, I feel like that's part of the abundance that Miss we'll Chloe. bring to you. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Do I need to, I still need to check out her videos. Yeah, she's so helpful with the astrology of the moment um, and what's happening in our year. Apparently, I mean, I have a few resources for this, but 2020 is going to be a lot. There's a lot packed in. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Don't scare anyone. All right. So what, what do we do next? Uh, well, just let's men mention Goddess Provisions really quickly. Yeah, let's if you mention would, If you'd like to support our podcast and check out a really cool subscription service, go to magicmondaypodcast.com and click on the Goddess Provisions banner on the right. This is a subscription service and it's really neat stuff. It's five to six full-size products that are like tea or body products, candles, crystals, I mean, so all the stuff we like. Stuff. I was like, yeah. I'm going to take a break this month. And then I looked at it. And I was like, I'm not taking a break. Oh, good. I was like, yeah, it's, it's the a holidays. I can't do it. I want my Goddess Provisions box. Well, yeah. And it's really a good value. For, it's an amazing it's like, value. And it's a monthly way to take care of yourself. So that's true. Maybe just go check it out Gives and you. consider subscribing. Yeah. Um. All right. Do we? Should we do questions? Yeah, Great. time for questions. Do you want to start or do you want me to? Sure. So this message is from Marie, and she has a neighbor challenge. So to paraphrase her message, she has a really close neighbor who is turns out is a sexual predator. She feels really uncomfortable around him. He has shared that with her, and she's done some binding or some, some magic around it, but she still feels unsafe. So she's wondering – what energetically, spiritually she can do in this challenge. And I think this can apply to a lot of us, even though it's not the exact, you may not have this exact neighbor challenge. I have encountered in my life as a professional metaphysical person, a lot of neighbor challenges that people have. And I have personally had neighbor oh, challenges. Oh, yes. What'd you do? So, well, I moved. <laughs> <laughs> and there you and go. That, <laughs> Next question. And that, <laughs> And that actually is my recommendation to at least look and see because this situation does seem so egregious, I mean, like just really so yeah. untenable that it might be that you want to, even if it's not something you would ever have expected to do, you may, I would say you may want to just look and see because it could be a nudge. Like it could mm. just be like a way to kind of move along move your life along in a way that you might it might be an amazing 
change for you? Because it was for me when Ted and I had this, we had a neighbor who was really threatening and just really angry and just, it was weird because we always had great neighbors who we loved and who we were harmonious with. And then we had this one neighbor and it was just like really scary. Like we felt scared oh and she was really God. close by. And um, we did end up moving and it was time. Mm. It was like we were in a situation where we were living in a tiny apartment and it was just really was time to go. Yeah. And so it was, it felt like it was the universe kind of helping us to like, Okay, yeah. this is going to get uncomfortable for you for a minute. Because yeah, yeah, like the universe time being to like go somewhere the else. energy doesn't match you. It's like yeah. trying to move along. Yeah, I agree um, that that definitely would solve the problem in a big way. And I also agree about that that definitely could be a nudge. Um, I'll just add be that it sounds from your email that you were – I mean, and it's very hard not to, but giving your, a lot of your power to him because, you know, when we're in fear, it's very hard not to give our power away. Um, you know, I know someone else right now that's going through a fearful situation and I'm just like, keep telling her, like, call your power back to you because <clears throat> when we give, and remember, oh, I wonder if I told this on the podcast. I know I did at one point, but, um, my friend was almost, um, attacked in New York and she was like, got real, when it was about to happen, she just felt like basically an angel energy come over her, God energy. And she just felt compassion for this person and knew that she couldn't go with him where he was trying to make her go at gunpoint. Um, and then it worked out okay, like he ended up going away because someone scared her. But my point of that is it's extremely hard to do that. And she literally had divine intervention. But to really just continuously call your power back to you, know that he doesn't have power over you. This particular guy wasn't, I just want to say from her email, wasn't being like um, physical. He didn't like attack her or anything, or I definitely would be saying like, get the hell out of there. Yeah. And I am saying like, you don't need to be around that. Definitely. But yeah. in the meantime, before you move, if that's what you decide to do, you can protect yourself by using the ownership cords. Those are so powerful. I've talked about them before, but I'll just say quickly, you have four cords at your um, top of your head and your crown chakra. Just imagine them hooking up to like the four corners of your aura. And then you have another four and put them four to the bottom of your aura. And that just like, and then align your aura with blue, which is the color of certainty. And that really just like, helps you have your power back and just keep calling your power back, do separations. Um, also, if you haven't already, um, you know, um, I was going to say sage your house, but that idea, like clear your house just with the intention of like, this is only my energy. Nobody else's energy's here. Imagine I'm saying a lot of things right now, <laughs> but it's all no, protection stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like put a gold fence, like a gold white picket fence, but gold around your space so that his energy can't get in and your energy um, stays in and you can do that around your aura as well. And then you can also periodically, maybe every morning, blow it up send anyone energies anyone's energy that's not yours back to them and yours comes back to you um so yeah doing all of that just claiming 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 your energy because it's the more you worry about him the more power you're giving him so you just want to mm -hmm. make sure that you have your power so that you can get your highest information i mean you may get the highest information like oh I don't know why, but I feel like he's moving. Or you may get a very strong yeah. hit. I have to get the hell out of here. Um, but it's hard to get your information when you're in fear. That's true of any situation, you know. That's why it was so great that when my friend had that experience that she had that divine inf um, intervention of love, which is the opposite of fear, um, come over her so that she could make the right decision. Yeah. You know, literally saved yeah, her life. And I would also say uh, in situations like that, I like to call an archangel Michael. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's so – yeah. And he has a, this really fiery, protective energy. And, he, and that's all you have to do is just call an archangel Michael. And yeah. I like to do that like when I get – like I remember this time I was in a hotel in San Francisco. San Francisco is energetically really challenging to me. You, you too? Oh, you have this too? Oh, my God. Well, I grew up there. 
Yeah, yeah. Ugh. But I mean, I would say, yeah, Palo Alto doesn't freak me out as much as like inside San Francisco. Yes. There's like this unsettled energy, you know what I'm talking yeah. about? And um, and it's beautiful too. I don't mean to say bad yeah, things yeah. about San Francisco, but I can Everyone get spooked loves San Francisco. there. <laughs> right. we, we can be the tin there, so it's fine. <laughs> it's like the most loved city I in like the world. I <laughs> like energ- energetically get unsettled. It's like, I feel like there's like a portal open there. But mm. anyway, I was feeling like this deep unsettled feeling when I was there for a wedding one time. Mm. And I just kept on shifting from the fear narrative because it was like this deep way more unsettled than I usually ever feel. Mm. And I just kept feeling like no explanation, just really unsettled. Mm. So I just kept shifting to calling on Archangel Michael, calling on angels, calling on light. And I think that's a good thing to remember, like to shift the momentum of your fear. Like when you start to get in the spiritual or energetic fear to just like consciously redirect it to calling on angels and calling on light or whatever, if maybe angels aren't your thing, that you can call on divine light. Yeah divine protection yeah the fiery a fiery wall of protection a golden fence like natasha is saying but to shift it because then yeah you can help bring in the love energy instead of the fear so that you're grounded and you can hear your intuition and you can make choices that support you yeah yeah and tuning into that love is really good because and again we didn't read the whole email but he hasn't hurt um her in any way or anyone around them or I would be saying other things but I, well not necessarily but you know what I mean I'm not um saying like forgive your abuser no I'm not saying that but um I am saying that if you can feel love maybe try to feel some compassion for him will also take the edge off of the fear like this guy is like alone and sad and it does not, I'm not making excuses for his behavior, but you know, if you've had some compassion, it can help you just kind of like refocus back to you and take the edge off the fear. Yeah. And one more thing I will say Mm -hmm. just for neighbor stuff in general, um, in feng shui, a mirror is recommended. So it can be one of those traditional bagua mirrors, or it can just be any little mirror. And, in many people and traditionally people will recommend putting it on the outside of your door but i feel like that's problematic just because your neighbor might know what you're doing like oh there's a <laughs> feng shui mirror on their door you know oh, to put yeah. on the outside because you what you do is you said you set the intention to reflect any energy negative or positive from the challenging neighbor just straight back to them so it's completely neutral it's like whatever they send just goes straight back mm-hmm. to them but you don't have to make it obvious because that can make create more challenges I think than it solves mm-hmm. if it's obvious that you're putting up a charm against your neighbor you know mm-hmm. so but what you can do instead is you can put the mirror so that it's reflective side still reflective side towards your neighbor but on the inside of your house so for example like you could get a little mirror tile oh, yeah. from Michael's you know they have little mirror mm-hmm. tiles and you could affix it to your wall or your door from the inside so the reflective side is facing the door or the wall. So it's facing out. Mm-hmm. Then you could like hang a picture over it mm-hmm. or hang something over it so you can't see it. But it's just that intention. Like here's this mirror's Well, yeah, this is what the gold fence back. does too. Um, yeah, and you, so you can, could do both. Yeah, and you can even imagine there's a mirror on the fence that's just reflecting mm-hmm. the energy back if that makes it more. Totally. More, Yeah. Visual. Or you could imagine a sphere of mirror completely oh, yeah. around your house, reflecting any and all yeah. challenging energy back to its source. I love it. So many options. All right, Marie, we hope that was <laughs> helpful. Okay, one more question is oh, – oh, here it is. Okay. Um, okay, so Amanda asks, what is the difference between guides – slash spirit, slash guardian angels, slash ancestors? Is it mostly just different terminology for the same type of spirit energy, or is there a distinction? Um, And do you have any books you recommend for learning to better connect with these helpful entities? Um, So, yeah, there's there's a big diff. Big diff. Um, (laughs) Okay. So, guides, I guess guides and spirits. Well, how do we say this? Okay. So guides are come just like people 
in my experience, this is just my answer. You'll see. Okay. Yeah, no, me too. Okay. They're like your friends. Sort they of, can like be. Uh, there's also helpful. unhelpful guides. So that's why I say they're like people like because. Oh, right. Yeah. Because it depends like are they helpful or are they not helpful? Because I think sometimes we get a little freaked out. Oh, I have a guide. Like, what does that mean? I mean, it does. We always have the power, right? So don't, you know, as long as, again, remembering you have the power, you don't have to give over to any kind of guide that's coming around because they are like people. So just if you have the intention to have, there are high spirit guides for sure. And then there's just kind of randos in my experience, no judgment, randos, but that kind of are like, whoo, here, here we go. Well, oh, that person looks interesting. And especially the, in my experience, um, from the work I do, the less conscious you are, the more apt these guides are to just kind of get in your space. Mm, yeah. Because they're just looking kind of, again, no judges, but for any port in a storm sometimes. I don't know why, uh, but yeah. it's just sort of like, you know. And then there's like, I mean, gosh, we could do lots of hours on this, but there's so many different kinds. I mean, I think I mentioned I got, or maybe that was in the podcast I did when I was interviewed, but a while ago couple months ago I helped someone get um rid of these shadow people is what they called them um mm. and they yeah I don't remember you talking oh about okay yeah someone um this uh guy was having these shadow people around him his whole life and he and they also actually they were just kind of studying him <laughs> so interesting yeah yeah he was like it was funny because actually his mom got in touch with me and she was freaked out but then when he came to see me I was like oh they're not so they're not like ominous and he's like no no they're not they're just like annoying and I was like yeah <laughs> they're just like studying he's like yeah I hate it <laughs> so you know this can happen where it's just but he was very highly intuitive so um, he's kind of funny, but anyway, he just didn't want them there, but he was able to pick up on them because he, he could, he had truly a gift for seeing things he didn't want to see, honestly, but, uh, um, he wasn't interested in it, which I understand. But, um, anyway, they were simply, I just had to tell them, communicate with them from a neutral space to leave. And then, and then they left. I do think they were kind of aliens, um yeah, yeah that's what i was sensing yeah, when you said yeah. they were watching him. yeah they were studying it. they were aliens kind of cute i mean i not because they weren't really picking up on that he like they're it's okay okay um <laughs> that they were sorry it's just got a little what, what, contact there sometimes when i talk about this uh, they come in but um they just didn't want they didn't they're appreciating that i'm talking about them like this i mean yeah they were cute but they just like he didn't want them here to study them i don't want them to study me no judgy sending love (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) but then they left you know so there are aliens there's in my experience most aliens have been pretty neutral also but they do want a lot of information they're like interested in us so sometimes they don't understand boundaries as well oh, yeah, as like, like social cues yeah 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 exactly <laughs> <laughs> it's like they don't because that's we're totally alien to them you know right so yeah that's another thing now there's also ghosts that hang around that aren't red that kind of stuck mm-hmm. they need some help um i'm just seeing what the other and now guardian ain oh wait i'll say ancestors of course that's kind of self-explanatory it's people from your line your parents beyond them you know family line that's what ancestors are um and then there's angels and guardian angels do you want to talk about them uh sure yeah and i i wrote about this in holistic energy magic just to give you a book tip that you can look at for i I talk about getting in touch with your angels and the difference between angels uh guardian angels and archangels so yeah what's that yeah So guardian angels, they're your angel. I mean, they're angels that are around you specifically that you can connect with. We talked about this with Tanya. Yeah, Tanya also wrote a book that you could get. Oh, yeah. Angel Intuition. And I think she has other ones about angels too. Um, But – and then archangels are – they're like – in my experience, they're like really powerful spiritual rays. Like we – sort of make them we anthropomorphize them we imagine them as these 
people, sort of human like beings. Yeah, but they are to me, they're like a wave of wisdom, yeah. like a certain way of tapping in. I think of them in one way, I think of them as if you imagine the sun, like sunlight being just pure divine energy. And then you imagine a rainbow being a refraction, refractions of that one light. Then to me, archangels are sort of like the rays of the different colored rays of that one light. It's all part of that one light, but it's a way as we are in this human realm where divine light has, it, it, we perceive the physical world, the physical world and experience that we perceive time and you know, limitation, like it's all sort of this refraction of light, of divine light. Mm -hmm. And it, in truth, it's all that one light, but like we're seeing it as this refraction, all these things separated, like in opposites and then in colors and elements. Mm. And so in this human world, it's helpful for us if we want to tap into certain aspects of divinity to tap in to archangels because mm. they're like a array of light. So like with Archangel Michael, he's divine protection. Mm. So when we need that pure, like strong, instant divine protection, we can call on Archangel Michael. And then when we cultivate a relationship with him, it's a way of getting to know the unknowable, which mm. is the divine. Yeah, it's great. So guardian angels, um, how would you describe them? Did you, did you just say uh, I mean – so in you, I have met my guard. I, I have one guardian angel that I have a relationship with, and then I have a relationship with other guides. But Tanya says we have more than one. Yeah, I, I did have, a – sorry. Oh, no, you go. I was just going to say I did a trade with Tanya, and it was so great. I highly recommend her if you want to meet your angels. And it was funny because she told me I had like six – guardian angels and then michael and all my guardian angels were female which she said was unusual and she, all of their names were like i forget now but it was like i wrote them down but monica <laughs> you know they're Janine. oh yeah monica <laughs> yeah <that's> so <laughs> they were cute. all just like regular human names it was so funny um but anyway so yeah you do have multiple guardian angels yeah, I have my, – my relationship is with one guardian angel and then I have guides that are hmm, associated – in my mind associated with the elements. Okay. And um, yeah, so uh, I don't know. They're with you your whole life. You can – it's like you're um, – I think of my guardian angel as like an intermediary for me to connect with – my divine self mm. and the divine in general, like I said, how we're in this illusion of separation from the divine and from each other. So to have an intermediary to help communicate with us about yeah, like our divine guidance and how to connect, like that's, to me, that's kind of the function of a guardian angel. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we answered that well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, she didn't even mention aliens. They really wanted to be taken note of today. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "Oh, interesting." Hi, guys. Okay, so now it's time for <laughs> the energy report. All right, I always am not sure if now is the time. I don't know why. Maybe when we do these for a year, I'll remember when I'm supposed oh, to for do the this. Energy report? Mm -hmm. Well, I was thinking we were going to do Metaphysics 101, but we can do that after. Oh. I can do both my segments after. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, no. All right. You sure? Does that seem right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do if that. If you don't mind. Okay. No. Because I already said the song. I mean. <laughs> you already did it. <laughs> we're already in the energy report. Okay. So, basically, what's happening here is NBD just, like, breaking off of ancestral patterns. Like, oh. that's really what I'm seeing here is just people, well, a couple things happening. And I don't think people are always aware of why, but I do think there's a greater amount of self-love coming through. Yes. You feel that, too? Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. I was going to talk about that too in my oh, segment. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. I think people may not understand that fully because it's, it's not like they're like, oh, I'm the best. But how it's showing up is a lack of tolerance for these old patterns that aren't working for them anymore. 
Um, just like, you know, what I was talking about in therapy, it's like, I'm ready to like acknowledge, you know what? No, that wasn't okay. That was, you know, I'm validating myself that those patterns were not okay. And so allowing in more self-love and the other thing, which was really interesting, another way that I know that the self-love is coming in is I'm seeing a lot more guides. I talked about this on my Instagram a little bit, um, that guides, like she was asking about, are coming in. And these guides are often people from our ancestral line. So it's mm. funny because actually I was like, ancestors are obvious, but ancestors can be guides. Oh, yeah. They can show up as guides. Yeah. There's crossover. Yeah. Um. So I'm noticing that people, yeah, have this support. There is this support around you right now. So you can, what you can do is if you aren't, first of all, if you're having a feeling like, is this happening? You know, trust. Yes, it's happening. <laughs> Just know there's the support right now. You can call it in. You know, you can do it from any number of ways. You can be in meditation and say, um, any of only my highest possible guides. If anyone has information for me or support or any message, I'm open to hearing it. And then just trust yourself. And if you don't hear it, just say anything in the way of me hearing it, I release. And then just mm. kind of be aware throughout the day um, of synchronicities. That's always a sign. Tanya told me that too um, with my angels too is like they like to work with synchronicities. Um, so just be aware of synchronicities. Be aware of message. Like if you hear the same thing over and over, it's like, oh, this is a message. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, if you get more, if you, if you are able to hear them more, you can write it out, journal it out, um, and just like say, what do you want to say? And then just trust whatever's coming, whatever is coming forth is what you're supposed to hear. Um, so yeah, so calling in for this support, all of the intention of self-love, you know, don't just open the gates for anything, just be real intentional about it. And then the other thing I would say is just any way that you can build up this connection to yourself as opposed to focusing on the old patterns or people that you don't want around you. You know, so rather than being like, uh, my mom is difficult. <laughs> Instead, be like, okay, what do I need right now? You can talk to your inner child. I mean, I love inner child work is so transformative. Um, but also that self-compassion stuff, like with your hand on your heart, what do you need right now? Um, how can I support you bringing in that loving parent? I'm seeing this again so much, like bringing, we are here to, I really feel like we're here to shake things up. We're here to change the, um, paradigm. Is that the right word? Yeah. We're here to like, to be a more loving people and to make a change, to add more light to this world. And that's why these old patterns are not fitting anymore. So yeah. the way to break them is to bring in this more light, you know, bring in more of this light is maybe what I should have said. <laughs> this more light. <laughs> I'm like Yoda now, bring in this more light. Um, so as much as you can be focusing on how, how do I bring in this loving father, um, energy? How do I bring in this loving mother energy and anything in the way of that I release? And then just yeah. like with that intention, I'm here to love myself. I'm here to support myself and I'm here to break the paradigm, baby. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. And it reminds me of the meditations I did too. Like I like that idea of just like calling in the light and offering it up the challenge and being open to discovering, yes. seeing a new perspective and trusting that it's going to come, you know, so you don't have to figure it out. Yes. You don't have to analyze it. You can just be aware of it and open it up and offer it up. That's right. You know, I forgot to say that actually it's funny that you did that because I – I'm doing a um, meet your higher self, your highest self meditation. It's going to happen in my next newsletter. Ooh, yeah. neat. And I was doing it. Um, I actually, I was trying it out in the bath. <laughs> Water is like nice for me to like let go more. And it yeah. was really powerful. I have to say, I felt like really strongly this, that loving, um, 
highest light. So you can do that for yourself. Just like imagine. I mean, if you also want to subscribe to <laughs> it sounds like I'm plugging this. It's not why I'm saying it, but you could also do that um, for next time. Um, but either way, you can just have that intention, especially in a meditation space. Just imagine meeting your highest self full of light and merging with them. Yeah, so and trusting, trusting yes, them yes. that because that is like that working with I, how even how your business is called highest light healing, yeah. like working with that higher light. It's that stepping up out of the challenge, allowing that divine to flow in, so that you don't have to like fix the problem on the level that it was created. Yes. You know, you open up and you trust that you can do that. Of course, you can. You have a relationship with the divine that is going to restructure, like remove what you don't need, show you the um, perspectives that will most nourish you. And yes. like that's part of that setting side of time, uh, setting time aside <laughs> regularly <laughs> to meditate and open yes. up and listen deeply. Yeah. I feel like I said that really funny. Yes. But it's so true. I mean, it's really <laughs> powerful right now. It really is. We have so much support from the universe and um. Yeah, the astrology is really supporting us too. There's just so much. It's like, yeah, you can do this. And it actually makes the most sense. You know, our brains want to be like, well, that, I don't know. You know, how will that work? It makes more sense to not be thinking all the time and doubting. Yeah, It actually totally. is more natural to let go and let in what feels right. Yeah. So One it. of the ways I, I conceptualize that, I think you do this too, is I think of the vertical flow of energy rather than the horizontal oh, yeah, awareness too. of like the surface of the earth. You know, you think horizontally, you're looking out at other humans like, oh, there's this challenge and this relationship issue. And like, how am I going to figure this out? But then when you shift your awareness to that flow of divine light coming in from the crown of your head, connecting with the cosmos, connecting you with the earth, it transcends like, oh, I have to figure this out on the human level. Like I have this divine support that's always there that I don't have to understand logically. I just have to allow it to flow. Yes, totally. And I do want to say, it's funny. I just glanced at my ring, which reminded me of this. Another thing you can do to connect to the self-love is to be silly and connect to your fun little inner child. things yeah. Because I'm talking about my ring because um, I started getting these like really well I bought this like five dollar it was on sale but five dollar gem like can you see my ring yeah I did actually notice that earlier yeah. so it looks like a like fancy fancy ring <laughs> emeralds it mm -hmm. looks like it's a really big emerald and has little diamonds but they're all cubic zirconia and this one I got for $12 on Amazon, but it makes me so happy, like ridiculously happy. Did I talk about this already? No. The okay. Reason, okay. No. Because I thought I did for some reason, but um, my daughter was like, mom, you're looking at it like you just got engaged. <laughs> like, uh... And it's not even like, no offense to Brett, who I love so much, but it's not bringing up stuff where my marriage is just like, I have a fancy ring. <laughs> That's yeah, your inner child. Yeah, yeah. It's just like pure joy. Um, I just have like a distinct memory of one time we went to Disneyland and I had a dream when I was like three or four that I got all of the jewels in this shop we went to. And I still remember this dream. So anyway, I've just been like buying myself. Oh. Probably not great for the environment or consumers. I mean, it's great for consumerism, but um, it's not so many. I, I got three. But it just makes me so happy. Like it just brings yeah. up this like giddy fun. Oh, my God. I'm fancy. I love it. Energy. <laughs> Silly. I love that. Yeah. So I just want to add that too for um, self-love. Like do something yeah. like that you as a little kid loved. I've been having that with crayons because oh, I got that, like I fun. mentioned in our newsletter, I got a box of 96 crayons and, you know, they make sparkly ones now. I did not yeah, know this. Yeah. And I'm just like coloring with them is such a little kid joy for me. Yesterday so I was doing it and I said, to, I, Ted was like looking at his phone and I was coloring. I was like, it's such a delight <laughs> to see the old colors and the new colors. <laughs> and he was like, what did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so funny now i understand why he thinks that you're high like it's fine, <laughs> He's high and you're not <laughs> oh totally i love that okay i actually didn't read your part of the newsletter because i don't think i oh, get our newsletter 
<laughs> oh, you should subscribe. <laughs> you can subscribe on our website. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't think I needed to, but I guess I do to receive it. I can add you okay, to it. Okay, great. I'll subscribe. Don't worry about it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that was that segment. I'm not going to say the name so Brett doesn't have to have the extra work of adding in the song. Okay. Okay. So now I'll do my segment, my practical magic, and then we can do Metaphysics 101 after because mine really is aligned with yours. So now it's time for (laughs) practical magic. Okay. So here is a really interesting astrological thing that I didn't even realize. What? Did you know Chiron has been in retrograde? Oh, retrograde. No. I guess I didn't. I didn't either because I looked at my witch's calendar and I saw that on the day of the full moon, which is this Thursday the 12th, Mm. Chiron goes direct. So I was like, wait, Chiron has been retrograde, which it's the planet of the wounded healer. Right. So I do remember a couple years ago when it was retrograde and it was like really deep old stuff came up to be healed. (sighs) It's been retrograde since July. Um. And then I'm like – that was when my challenge with my friend happened oh, and like that's wow. been since I've been like really healing my relationship with food and my body. Oh, like yeah. that was when it really started. So it's been um, – they've been issues like just really deep issues that in self-love, things that have been holding us back from self-love we have been coming up to be healed during this period and then well, – Oh, oh, I was just going to say, I know, I knew that, it, I think I'm just a bad listener because I knew I was listening to Molly. This is just a big plug for Molly that um, she was talking about Chiron's and Aries. Now. Yeah. Yeah. It's been retrograde in oh, Aries. Oh, July. I didn't realize that it was retrograde in what she was talking about because my Chiron is an Aries anyway on my oh, personal chart. Oh, so that, oh, interesting. That's interesting. Okay. So I yeah, guess that's what so- she was talking about. Mm-hmm. So like that perspective of just maybe look back because my the practical magic suggestion mm-hmm. is on either the 11th because the full moon is just right after midnight Eastern time on Thursday. So that okay. means for the rest of the country, it's the night of the 11th okay. and also for the East Coast that works too. Yeah. So the 11th or the 12th. Um, Chiron goes direct on the 12th, but for the full moon to do a ritual that you create that is like Mm. sort of like self-dedication, like initiation, really noticing and congratulating yourself for all the healing that you've been doing since since July, like how much you've really been stepping into your power, acknowledging, you know, your old pain so that you can heal it because we've been doing so much of that. So So much. Yeah, so I'm thinking think you can create your own ritual, but what I'm thinking is something that involves a bath. Mm. So take a bath to Love cleanse your bath. energy. Oh, yeah. did I mention this before? Because we've had a couple of people say, oh, I don't have a bathtub. Did I tell you that oh. I ran across a good solution for that? No. Yeah. What is it? Someone said do a foot bath instead. Oh. Like kind of have the same idea, but just put like, you know. Make a, yourself a nice little, like, t- foot bath. Yeah, like, so sea salt yeah. to kind of, like, it, draw the negative energy yeah. or challenging energy or blocks out in through your feet. Great idea. I love and that. And you can add the so, oils or whatever into yeah. that little bath just with that intention. I love yeah. it. And take maybe take a shower first so you're also cleansing the rest of your energy. Sure. Or after. Or not. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a great idea. So just to, to cleanse your energy and then, you know, put on something you feel comfortable in and light a candle. I think it's a good idea to get yourself a gift too for this. Yeah, like great. Maybe it could just be a crystal, but it could be a piece of jewelry to Love acknowledge it. to, to like it's for that self-love and it's also to congratulate yourself. And it's also to, it's like, I want this real. I, I'm thinking for me that this ritual will be like stepping into acknowledging. It's sort of like a rite of passage in a way. Like, look how far you've come. Like a graduation, yeah. maybe is the way I'm thinking of it. And also a further alignment, like an intentional alignment with divine energy. So, just offering up, relaxing, opening up, feeling divine energy flow through. You could call on a god or a goddess that you particularly feel aligned with or that 
sort of in some way represents for you the healing that you've been going through. Do you have a book, by the way, about gods or goddesses? Yeah, I have one just right here by my desk. It's that I look at all oh, the time. Oh, I, I meant did you write one? It's but... over there. Oh, no. Um, I In Holistic Energy Magic and um, the Good Energy book and in Your Magical, I do talk about some specific gods and goddesses. In Your Magical, I talk about sort of the archetypes of different gods and goddesses. But um, the one that I refer to a lot is by Judica Isles. It's the Encyclopedia of Spirits. Oh, that sounds great. I'll put great. it in the show notes. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so you could or you could just call on divine energy. And I'm thinking it might also be a good idea to anoint yourself. So bath, light your candle, maybe light some incense. You could um, burn some sage around yourself or put the incense around yourself. Um, sit comfortably, breathe, consider how far you've come, all that you've learned, call on the divine in a way that feels powerful mm-hmm. for you, and then maybe anoint your third eye with some olive oil with a little bit of, could be rosemary or frankincense, mm-hmm. um, anoint the third eye, the heart chakra, maybe the belly and or the solar plexus, <coughs> and breathe, relax, open, feel divine light flowing through the crown of your head, flowing through your whole body. And you can say something from your heart at that point too. Like I, I call on divine energy. I dedicate myself. I, I align with divine orchestration and I congratulate myself. I acknowledge myself for all of the learning and how far I've come spiritually. I mean, that's really big. I just want to say I'm really getting that, that a lot of our ancestors did not do that. And there were many reasons for that. You know, they were just in survival mode or there was also a, I'm just getting this now, a collective kind of um, agreement or energy or both, that it's not okay to congratulate yourself, to acknowledge yourself. So you're really, this is another way to break that ancestral pattern. Cool. Yeah, it's all connected. And it really does move the energy forward when you mm -hmm. congratulate yourself and celebrate yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's, these kinds of things are really powerful psychologically for us. I mean, spiritually, energetically, but also psychologically for us. Our ancestors always had rituals. I mean, they often were more like specific rituals for certain times of your life, but that was amazingly powerful too. And now individually we can choose when we do this, but it does seem like this week, Wednesday or Thursday, is a really good time to do something like this and make it your own. You don't have to be like, okay, what did Tess said next right. to do? What did Tess say to do next? You know, just like feel it out, feel what feels right for you, and then have that intention. Or you could do if you're not sure and you want to follow Tess, why not? Yeah, sure, you can. Do it. You can do it exactly. Okay, that's a good one. I love it. Okay, thanks. So now, should we do? Yeah. Uh, Metaphysics 101, I can make it quick. I mean, make it however you want. But okay. yes. Can you sing the song for it? Oh, Do you shoot. remember it? No, I don't. <laughs> I can make up a new one. Metaphysics 101. Okay. Okay, you've got to remember that oh, one because that one was shoot. really, really okay, good. Well, you can just you. listen thank to you. it. We have oh, it recorded. Right. <laughs> good point. Good point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so this is a suggestion. Oh, I forgot to check. I'm pretty sure this is a suggestion from Nadia that was a comment on our website that she wanted to know more about the metaphysical properties of the days of the week. So I thought I would go through that because the days of the week are all named after a planet. They have a planetary, a specific type of metaphysical and divine energy. So Um, certain days of the week are good for different kinds of magic and manifestation, but also, um, just to kind of be aware of, you know, so like we talk about the, the sign the moon's in, that's something I like to look at. Mm -hmm. What what sign is the moon in? What sign is the sun in? You know, just kind of what's going on. Mm -hmm. But one of the things, and I think of this as dancing, sort of dancing to the rhythm of time and Mm. the energies that are flowing through. This is one of them, is what is the day of the week. Mm -hmm. So just to run through kind of quickly, Monday is aligned with the moon. So um, 
So that's kind of part of why sometimes it's hard to start the work mm. week on Monday is because it is a real dreamy, feminine, soft energy. Yeah. So it doesn't feel like, okay, let's go get to work. Yeah. You know, if the day, if the week started on Tuesday, it would be more kind of yeah. natural. I think feel a little bit more natural to yeah. us. Um, but yeah, so it dreamy, just kind of have compassion for yourself if you're feeling, not feeling totally like getting to work on Monday. And um, I like to wear, I think about the, I think about the days of the week when I get dressed. Oh, you I like do. to wear like I do like how today's Friday and I'm wearing this red shirt with hearts on it. Oh. It's ruled by Venus Friday. Oh. That makes sense. So Monday I like to wear like either black or white or gray or like a ivory color, maybe lavender or blue too. Just kind of thinking of that lunar energy. Mm-hmm. And it's like intuition, dreams, those kinds of things are aligned with Monday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday is Mars. So Tuesday Go get is like, yeah, <laughs> it's a day aligned with victory, competition, um, energy, and focus, drive, uh, intention. And I like to wear black or red or maroon, mm-hmm. maybe gray, like a dark gray. Mm-hmm. And then Wednesday is Mercury. So that's a swift moving. It's very mental. It's communication. It's travel. It's uh, commerce. Mm. So Wednesday, I think of like airy colors, like lavender, white. How do you come um, up with these colors? Yellow. Well, you know, this started, I think I started really thinking of the colors that are aligned with the days of the week when I was a baby witch and I thought oh, Llewellyn's I Magical thought, Almanac. I thought you said when you were a baby. When I was a baby. When I was a new witch mm-hmm. and I got um, Llewellyn's Magical Almanac because they always have a color associated with the oh, day. okay. So I started, I think that's when I started to be aware like, oh, these certain colors happen on these certain days. I think they, they determine the color based on the day of the week mixed with the moon sign. Hmm. I'm pretty sure. So then, so yeah, so communication travel, just kind of thinking of that for your magic, but also just for your day. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm really feeling like talking more. It's a Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I'm really in that sort of mercury energy. Thursday is the day of Jupiter. So expansion. That's why we do um, prosperity and abundance magic on Thursdays is the planet Jupiter is expansion, luck, generosity, giving, receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I was Friday born on is, a Thursday. So. Oh, you mm-hmm. were? <laughs> cool. I was born on the Tuesday. Oh. Yeah, that it's cool to look and see what day you're born on, too. Yeah. That can be a part of your energy for sure. Yeah. Then there's Friday. So Friday is the day of love. It's uh, Venus, the planet Venus, pink, Red, purple, you know, that kind of Valentine type Mm -hmm. color and love magic. Mm -hmm. Then Saturday is Saturn. That is the planet. They say it's a planet of limitation, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be a negative thing. It's also like the limitation of the boundaries of your house or setting positive boundaries. Mm -hmm. So that's why. Yeah, exactly. So that's why. house magic like cleansing or blessing a home often traditionally done on saturday Mm. because the planet of boundaries which includes walls and ceilings Mm -hmm. and floors Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and then and it's also the last day of the week so it's putting a limit on the week oh yeah and then sunday is the sun so it's like this is another day you can do a lot of things on sunday you can do love magic you can do um prosperity magic but in general it's like cleansing blessing Mm. healing um and success too like it's kind of an all-purpose it's it's the sun Mm -hmm. it's like the light divine light um but i like to think of i mean and it does match how a lot of people go to church on sundays like it is like the day of spirits Mm -hmm. jews go to synagogue on saturdays oh interesting Mm -hmm. and seventh day adventist as well and there's also, right? I don't know about that. I don't know. I think so. I hope I'm right about that. I'm, I think I am. I am a Jew. Think- I'm just a bad one. Um, for those keeping score. Not, bad. Eh, not a great Jew, but 
<laughs> Religiously speaking. Um. Okay. Well, was that it? Yeah, Great. that was Metaphysics 101. Yay. All right. So now for quick housekeeping, as we mentioned, you can oh, yeah. join our newsletter. I, I'll follow suit. I really didn't know I had to, but um, <laughs> magicmondaypodcast.com. You can go on there to listen. Um, you can subscribe in a multitude of places, but if you could leave us a review, we're so grateful. Thank you to everyone that's been doing that. We really appreciate it. It helps us get noticed on Apple Podcasts. Um, and we're on Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. That's all our places, right? And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there and schedule a reading. And I'm on Instagram, highestlighthealing. And where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at TessWhitehurst.com where you can also find a lot of spells and rituals yeah. and meditations so and all stuff. kinds of stuff. I mean. Thank you. Just a plethora. <laughs> I love how you always say that. <laughs> Do I every I time? Mean. I mean, I'm just always so impressed and amazed and excited by it. When Thank I go you. on there, it's like anything you could ever want from Witchville. Thank you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on in, uh, YouTube? Facebook oh. at Tess Whitehurst Author, and YouTube at Tess Whitehurst. And did we say our website? Yeah. MagicMondayPodcast.com. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's and thank you to that. our wonderful producer, Brett, yes. who we posted a picture of him on Instagram if you want to yeah, see what he looks like. <laughs> Check out my husband. <laughs> um, all right. So now we will pick our cards of the week. I decided I was like I should do something new. So I'm picking from the Diana Cooper Atlantis cards. Ooh, fun. Yeah. I'm choosing um, from The Witch's Tarot by Ellen Dugan. Is that new? For us? Have you? No. Oh, okay. I've I've picked from it before. Oh, I just realized what I should have picked from. You got me the cat tarot deck. Ah, which is, we have plenty of that's time. That's true, for you but it's very well loved over here. Oh, good. And I have been. Look, it's so great. Good. Okay. Um, we should mention that in our show notes in case anyone wants it. Okay, you're gonna pick first. Yes, okay. I got the Eight of Wands, Ooh. which I just colored yesterday in my coloring book um oh that's seven of wands it was seven of wands when the no it's eight uh, sorry i was just at the seven of wands page oh. when eight of wands flies into a reading it is a notice that projects that were once delayed are coming to a swift completion uh -huh. okay this is a positive and exciting card full of motion and action spells that were cast will happily manifest now Often this card will symbolize travel for business or pleasure and typically travel by air. The eight of wands can also mean long distance communication between business partners. This is the time where fresh ideas and creativity rule and swift and decisive action is the order of the day. Great. So I think that goes along well with the Gemini full moon because uh, Gemini is ruled by Mercury yeah. and it's an air, swift moving air sign. That's true. Okay, I got nature. Mm. Uh, the Golden Atlanteans honored every aspect of the natural world, understanding that everyone and everything is part of source. Humans, animals, and nature worked together, and there was no fear between the species. Plants reciprocated with bountiful harvest. Animals gave their produce freely and lovingly, recognizing oh, and lovingly recognizing the divine uniqueness of all life forms. The people never tried to alter or interfere with the genetic blueprint of life. Um, I don't know why there's two messages here, but I'll read the second part. Uniqueness. This card reminds you to recognize and honor your uniqueness and that of everyone else. Consciously contribute to the well-being of the natural world and notice how people, animals, and plants respond to you. Your guidance is to check that your thoughts, words, and deeds are harmless and well-intentioned. Then your rewards will be bountiful beyond your expectations. It is time to harvest your abundance. Ooh. <sighs> So I feel like the way those go together, I'm seeing this dynamic of like things are, you know, what you send out is coming back to you swiftly. So uh, make sure it's yeah. in integrity. I like that. That's good. Yeah. yeah. 
So yeah, especially, and if you do your ritual and you're honoring yourself, like we both talked about self-love, then you're coming from that space. And then what comes back to you will be a loving bounty. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. See you next time. Have a great week. See ring. <laughs>